This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BCP. We're getting back to business here, and just like Thanos, this guy is inevitable. Nunez, you know what I'm talking about, bro. Man, I'm excited for this one. You know, it, like we said, it is long overdue. And guys, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. You've seen him in standalone wrestling, pro wrestling after dark, and TCW. He is going to be making his GCW debut this weekend. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Daltano Charles. You guys all know him as the Dilf. What's up, bro? How are you? Just enjoy my evening over in uh, West Jersey tonight with the agent. We got we got some business we got to take care of this weekend. Oh, big big game changer match on Saturday. So we're just getting ready for a wild weekend because uh, my agent Chad he does the uh, ring rattles for No Holds Barred and Game Changer. So it's gonna be a crazy weekend. Two two shows one day. We're uh, gonna be assisting both companies. So we're just getting the weapons together, all that good stuff. Yeah, just another day at the office, man. And, um, you know, tell us a little bit about working. You know, um, someone we consider a pillar of this show, I would have to say, you know, Chad Menez. Uh, he's the guy. Tell us a little bit about working with Chad and what your relationship is with him. So I started, uh, I wrestled for a company uh, when I first started out called Superstars of Wrestling. And uh, Chad was involved. He got involved with them. And when I was working with them, Chad uh, took me under his wing and he made sure like he saw I was a good kid and I was training and working hard. He made sure like I, I got uh, when I worked hard, I got rewarded for it and I didn't just get like thrown around in battle royals and and uh, like silly bookings just to just for the hell of it, just to be out there. He really he really showed me uh, the way to train harder and how to get better matches. And we started traveling together. Uh, a lot of networking, a lot of ring rentals, and he became my uh, pretty much my pro wrestling agent. Like Eric Sims is an agent, but Eric Sims has a lot of clients, and and he's been doing it for thirty years. So me and Chad, we work. We have a lot. He has a lot more time for me because I'm his only client um, as a wrestler. He has a lot of ring rental clients, but I'm his only wrestler client that he. Yeah. Uh, it's it's mostly behind the scenes too. We did a we did a Titan Championship wrestling thing where he was my manager up in Totowa, which was cool. Oh, really? He's a good friend of mine. He helped definitely get me in the, the right direction, and I'm lucky to have a guy like Chad. He, he does a lot for me, and he does a lot, of, he does a lot for professional wrestling in New Jersey. Yeah, very well said. And, you know, if it wasn't for Chad, I wouldn't be where I am journalistically, and I'm sure you wouldn't yeah. be where you are uh, right now with your big, you know, debut singles-wise coming up at GCW. Tell us what that means to you, and I believe, what was it, Nasty Leroy I think you're taking on? Yeah, Nasty Leroy, he's been popping off all over uh, Instagram with Joe Janela on the Janela Zone, the co-host with him. He was on All Elite Wrestling, made an appearance, so yeah. he's been around. I think he's managing Joey on some upcoming uh, dates Joey has. I saw he's on the poster, so he's he's a pretty popular guy, and I saw he wrestled QT Marshall, too, so he has a couple matches under his belt, and he, he, knows, he knows something. He knows a, uh, a little bit in the ring. He doesn't, I don't know if he could put on a five-star match like Kenny Omega, but he knows what he's doing to an extent, and I'm, I hope he brings it, and I hope the fans enjoy the match. Awesome, man. Very well said. 
you know, how'd you get into wrestling? You know, what made you decide to become a wrestler? Who are some of your influences? Uh, well, as a kid, I was always a wrestling fan and I never really knew exactly what I wanted to be when I grew up. And then like, I, I watched wrestling and I always thought, oh, maybe I'll just be a wrestler. And then I went to like my first indie shows when I was like 14, 15. And I saw guys like Danny D'Amato, Damian Darling, Joey Janela. I saw all those guys in uh, Brick, Brick Elks Lodge, I think it was. And I was like, I could do this if I work hard enough. These guys, these guys live around here. They're not on TV, but some of them are now. But I, yeah. I figured that I could, I could definitely become an independent wrestler and I'd be able to live my dream even if I never made it uh, to a big company. But it looks like it is going to happen because I am the DILF changer. But, hey. but uh, so basically, I, um, I went to uh, SWF shows and I, I got in with Rob Fury. He's a, he's a character. And uh, basically, he uh, set, set up this ring for me, and uh, you could you could work towards being on battle royals and stuff. So I, I pretty much set up the ring for about six seven months w- without getting anything. No, never got paid. I think my whole SWF run, I got twenty dollars one time, and I wrestled like probably like 20, 20 shows for him. But it was when, it's when you first start out, you gotta you gotta put yourself out there like that to get the uh, matches. You got to yeah, make a name for yourself. Got to scratch and claw your way, and that's what I did. I pretty much weaseled my way into wrestling. Uh, I didn't start at a wrestling school day one. I did go to multiple wrestling schools, and I still train. I still feel like uh, there's a lot more I can get better at. But I started pretty much the old school way, setting up rings and paying my dues and learning learning from veterans. So it was, it was, I'm actually it's actually pretty cool that I, I uh, 2017 I broke in the way I did. I think. Yeah, man. And I, you know what? I see you putting in the work, man. You know, we all, I think we all tease you, you know, I'm sure you have your fair share of ribbing and what, what not going on in the business right now. Um, but more importantly, man, like in all seriousness, I see you putting in the work, you know, I, I've been in the doors, you know, I've been there before the, you know, behind the curtain before the doors open and all that kind of stuff, man. And you know, I see you running the ropes. I see you putting in the work. Uh, I'll give you a shout, you know, I give you a little plug on my review. You did a great job in your match, um, at the drive-in brawl for TCW, man. Uh, Nunez and I were very impressed with that suicide dive, man. That was a uh, very- high of the night, to be honest. It was a move of the night. Very well done, man. So that was impressive. And then more importantly, after the show, I think you were the first one in the ring trying to break things down, man. So what's kind of your philosophy right now? What's kind of your mindset? Um, well, as, when I when I break things down, uh, I still, even if I have like a really good match, like you said, and I, and I feel like I did a good job after after three years, and I, I want to do this after 10 years um, is I want to lead by example and I want to show that I, you can put the work in behind the scenes and you can still be a big star and people will still treat you like a big star. But I think if you if the, they see the top a top guy putting in the work, I think people, the, the guys that are trying to make a name for themselves or want to be in the business will follow that. And the ones that don't follow that don't really want it. So that, that's my, I just want to lead by example. Uh, that's how I was trained. And I want to. I also want to have good matches. I just want to, like all around everything in wrestling. It's it's a privilege to be a part of it. So like, if guys are breaking down a ring, it's uh it's it's kind of a privilege because back in the '90s, uh, when uh, people were breaking in the wrestling business, they kept it very protected. And bef- even before that, it was very protected. So they didn't just let anybody build the ring for them. So now it's I feel like it's it's uh, people take it for granted. And I like to do my part and lead by example. 
Very well said, man. And with that, you know, everything crazy. I mean, 2020 has been absolutely nuts. But, um, you know, with everything going on online in the wrestling world, you know, uh, you know, the speaking out movement, um, you know, people are getting sick with this whole COVID thing going on, man. Um, more so like what's your philosophy, you know, being a young guy, you know, we have a lot of this up and coming talent. Like that's our goal here just to, you know, put you guys over as they say, man, what's your, what's your kind of thought? Do you think wrestling is going to be better for you now that all this stuff is coming out? Uh, are you trying to stay humble? Oh, definitely stay humble. And, um, but with the, uh, the whole COVID situation, I think we just got to see what happens, but as long as there's shows running, uh, that's, that's a good thing. There's a, as long as there's content, for for me to be able to do like if I could wrestle uh, in front of no people but it's recorded and it's online and people are watching it I guess that's fine it's not the same and I hope it's not like that forever but there's gonna we're gonna you gotta do what you gotta do for now uh, it's just the, the circumstances we people used to be able to like run shows and whoever showed up showed up now there's like a big like cap on who, how many people are allowed there the handshaking and the locker room. It's different now. It's crazy. It's just crazy times. I never thought anything like this would happen. So, yeah, I, I just try to roll with the punches. I wish, uh, I wish we could wrestle in front of 500 people indoors and shake everybody's hand, but we can't do that right now. Yeah. No, very well said, man. I get it. But, you know, now we kind of use that downtime to, you know, recharge our batteries, get in shape, whatever it is, you know, for us creatives, we focus on our craft, man. And, and I see you putting in the work. And like I said, you had a heck of a match. And, you know, I see a lot of these indie guys out there that haven't been able to have that opportunity to be in a show. You know, you got a couple coming up. Uh, you were able to do that drive-in show. So what was it like for you, I guess, you know, being on the bench for months and months and months and getting that first opportunity to step back in the ring? Um, I was actually, I thought I was going to be a little, like, uh, a little nervous or a little sloppy in the ring because it was my first match in, like, two or three months. But it turned out, like, as soon as my music played, I just kind of, like, got into a, a certain mode. And it, I just felt, like, really confident and felt really, really good out there. And, like, I missed it. And and uh, my cardio was good that night. My endurance yeah. was where it needed to be. So I thought I didn't know I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if I was going to get blown up the first two minutes, but I felt really good out there, and it just it was a rush, and I and I felt like uh, I was having fun out there. And it was like something I haven't I haven't felt in a few matches. I think it was because I missed it so much. Because when you wrestle weekend after weekend after weekend, it gets pretty tiring, and sometimes uh, you don't you don't stop and really think about how how great it was that you got that opportunity. Cause you're just on the road and wrestling and you're tired and beat up. But after the break, it felt so good to go out there. The lighter schedule, it does uh, help. You know what I think it was, man? I think it was the pants, really. That's what your good luck charm was, man. It was, it was the best, man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, it. news? <laughs> um, yeah, so. Single it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So even though you're young in your career, um, what are your goals going forward? You know, what are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? And uh, who are who are some of your dream opponents, whether it be on the indies or, you know, in a big-time company? My short-term goals, uh, just to keep up with getting in shape every, every month. I want to get in a little better shape. And uh, obviously, training in the ring, too, is a short-term goal. I want to keep getting better. Long-term, I want to be on uh, a company like Beyond, a company like, uh, I don't know, is Evolve still around? If they come back, I'd, be, I'd like to be on Evolve. Uh, NXT, AEW, 
ROH, MLW. I really like Fusion. Fusion's a good show. It's been getting a lot better, too, lately. A lot less promos and more actions. And that's really cool. So I just... Any, uh, Impact would be cool. NWA would be cool. Obviously, all those companies. But if I could stay busy every weekend and become, like, an indie darling and make, like, 300 a show, I'd be happy with that every week. That would add up. There you go. Well, what's the uh, what's the dream right now? Like, the dream match, I should say. Um, you know, it could be past, present, it could be a legend, it could be kind of fantasy warfare thing. What, what's the dream match? Right now, uh, hmm. Mm. I had one, but he's, I can't name him anymore because he's no longer, uh, around because <laughs> he got in trouble. Well, I, oh, well, he's in trouble. I gotcha. Yeah. Maybe, maybe pass on that one. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Um, I had a good idea for Jack match with somebody, but. Uh, I gotta say Joey Janela would be a, be a good match. Oh, Joey. I like that. Uh, Rhett Titus was always one of my dream opponents, but I actually wrestled Rhett. Um, TJ, I'd like to wrestle TJ Marconi. I'd like to, for some reason, I just think that needs to happen. Um, TJ, I, I wrestled Danny DeMano. I would like a rematch against Danny. I, yep. I'd like to wrestle Danny every single year, at least once. That that's what he told me he would do. Uh, another name probably Teddy Hart. Okay, there you go. I got you. Some interesting picks. Yeah, I got you, man. And uh, yeah. So got a little bit of hypothetical. You know, we, we'd like to ask some fun questions here. You know, say you do make it to the grandest stage of them all one day. You know, you're you're still just starting out, man. You got a long career ahead of you if you stick with it and do things the right way. Say you do get that WrestleMania entrance, right? The pyro. Uh, you get a live band to play you out to the ring. Who's playing you out to the ring? Um, I I mean I would love for Guns and Roses to do it, but my character. Oh. Like, I don't know if my character really goes with, with anything they they uh, play. I got I, you. I like to come out to like more like flamboyant kind of like pop music. Stick with the character. Well, do, what are you, what are your like favorite bands? Like, what do you like to listen to? Like, I would come out to Cake by the Ocean live, like by Dan. Nice. <laughs> nice. I got you, man. All right, man. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Now, where are you from originally? Uh, Manahawk in New Jersey, by a Long Long Beach Island, the Jersey Shore area. Okay, I got you. So you're a New Jersey guy. Um, first of all, pork roll or Taylor ham? I like uh, Taylor ham, I guess. Oh, Taylor ham. See, we say pork. We say pork roll, but that's okay. We're not going to kick you off, man. And how about your favorite pizza place? I always like to get everyone's favorite pizza place because I have been able to try a couple the past couple of weeks, man. Favorite pizza joint? Um, Joey's Pizza, I guess. Joey's. Where's Where's that? They're, they're near my house in, like, Ocean County. They have, like, three locations. Joe's okay. Joe's Joe's all right. I'll, I'll write that up. I got a running list. Yeah, Nunez and I will hit it up. We got a couple of uh, barbecue places to hit up as well for sure, man. Nunez, what do you got over there, bro? Um, so we, we mentioned, you know, the whole COVID, the pandemic. Um, what have you been doing? Um, you know, obviously, you say you've been training and things like that. Uh, what else have you been doing uh, to keep yourself occupied during these crazy times? You know, with the self quarantine and everything. Well, I was a, I was a full time uh, wrestler pretty much, and I was just doing stuff with like uh, my agent Chad, and and like uh, he owns a cleaning business, so I was working with him a little bit. So I, right now, I, I started working at Wawa since the virus started. So I've been uh, just being like a Wawa guy and 
that's my day job. And then I uh, let loose on the weekends. And even when I get off of work, I train and stuff. So I always, I always keep up with it. Uh, I stay busy. I wake up early, go to work, and then I get home, work out, exercise, watch wrestling, just keep up with everything. I try to, I try not to have like uh, too many days where I'm just sitting around. I got you, man. That's good. Like you said, we're putting in, or you're putting in the work. And more importantly, Wawa has the best chocolate milk of all the chocolate milk in the world. I think that's a, just a fact right there. Um, but more importantly, since you're a Wawa guy, your favorite kind of hoagie, or do you call it a sub? Or yeah, it's a hoagie. Um, <laughs> I like the, uh, I like the the Italians they have. They're like the, uh, I get the Italian too. Salad. Uh, the chickens, they have good chicken. I, I haven't had it since I started working there because I try to eat. I try to eat uh, clean. Like today, I had Italian. I should have got like the uh, the chicken tender sandwich because that thing's good. I always make that. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. But I usually get like the grilled chicken, uh, and I just take off the I take off the roll and I get spinach, lettuce, onions, and I just mix that in a bowl. Gotcha, man. Well, that's cool, bro. And, and uh, just a couple more questions, man. We appreciate a few minutes of your time, man. Yeah, so, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're a young guy, like up and coming in this business. Um, what do your friends say? Like when you say, yeah, I'm a wrestler or is your family very supportive of all that? My, my parents have never actually been to a match, which I thought. Really? Funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They, I, don't, I just don't think they get it. Um, they, want okay. me, they want me to like get a secure, more secure career. But I moved out of my parents' house, so I don't really worry about their approval too much i live i I rent my own room i got a nice downstairs all to myself so um my friends some of them like it some of them don't like wrestling because i guess some people it's just not their thing like i was my one of my friends asked to see my matches and i was like i got kicked in the head and i'm selling it and he's like bro i could never do that you're just you're just letting it beat you up and i'm like what are you talking about i'm selling it and he just they don't get the, the what selling is they, they just yeah. want to be guys some people it's not for everybody right for sure but it's an amazing world and i think you know it's it's given a lot to you and, and it still will it's given a lot to us for sure so say you know to somebody starting out you know a young guy like you um that they want to get in the business they want to train you know you're still starting out but what's something that you would say uh to these people that want to get into the business some advice uh, always believe in yourself. If somebody says no, it's not the end of the world. There's a lot of opportunities out there. Stay on these promoters. I, my, my big thing was I got, I built the ring and if you got to build the ring to get, to get noticed or to get, to build relationships, that's what you got to do because that's how people see your face. If nobody knows who you are and uh, nobody sees you putting the work in. There's a less chance that they're going to bring you in just to, to put your bags down and wrestle and pick your bags up again. You have to like establish yourself to do that. A lot, I think, a lot of guys they they uh, they think, oh, I'm going to be a wrestler. I'll, I'll be in WWE next month. But you got to go through so much to get there. So you just got to be willing to put in all the work and all, and you got to have a lot of time for it. You got to make a lot of time for it. I got you, man. And we talk about advice, man. You know, we see a lot of these shows. You know, Chad will bring in some of these legends, or you know, TCW will bring in some of these legends. You know, I, I know, you know, shaking the hands and you know, being respectful is a big part of the business. Do you ever get any advice from any of these legends, or not necessarily legends, just like you know, like the national acts or these people who have made it? Do they ever just kind of give you advice because you're a young guy? Yes, uh, I've had I've had a lot of guys uh, that I've talked to. Uh, Bull James, uh, yeah. Serp- Serpentico, he's on uh, AEW, John Cruz. 
Our dude. Hi. That's our guy. I did an Evolve tryout with uh, Chapa. So that was a nice seminar. Oh, you went to that? Yeah. How was that, man? That was awesome because Chapa's Chapa's pretty uh, sharp. So he he passed a lot of of knowledge. I got a notebook full of stuff. Gabe Gabe gave a speech. Gabe Sapolsky gave a speech. He's pretty smart. Um, That's awesome. Brett Titus. Uh, hopefully this Saturday I get some tips from Janella too. That'd be great because I look up to him a lot. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Jersey guy too. Raspberry Park area. That's that's awesome, bro. And uh, real quick before we get out of here, man, you know, we always, you know, we did ask about the goals and stuff like that. Is there like a title right now you're eyeing, you know, do you think it's too early for that? Or is that like an ultimate goal to be the standalone wrestling champion, um, to be a champion, a champion in Titan, to be a champion in GCW, uh, CZW, whatever it may be, man. Any, any goals to have some gold around the waist? Well, right now, uh, Sean Donovan is the standalone champion. So I think he's in a feud right now. Uh, and he's got a, he's got some heavyweights. He's got to get through. I'm doing my thing on Saul and, on uh, more like pro wrestling after dark, uh, representing them on standalone shows. So I'm not really eyeing a title over there, but I am eyeing uh, the LTW Light Heavyweight Championship. Ah. I have a match uh, for the Light Heavyweight title August 1st in Tom's River against Ace Marksman and Drax Mason. I started uh, training at like SWF shows and at a, at a ring we had set up in Lacey, New Jersey, uh, th- like three years ago when I was still in high school. And it was those two guys working out with me. And now we're having this big, uh, three years later, we're having this big three-way match for the title. So that's going to be cool. Mm. Good for you, man. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're doing well. And, and dude, like we said, man, you know, we, we've watched you kind of climb the ladder here, man. I think we're very proud of you. You've done a great job. Uh, TCW, you know, coming out of, you know, a little bit of what people might consider a lot of guys having ring rust. You looked great, man. You looked awesome, man. That suicide dive. Nunez I was like, look at the DILF. Okay, man. All right. <laughs> so that's great, man. Real quick, where can everyone follow you on social media and all that good stuff? Instagram and Twitter. Ooh, it's Dalton, E-W-W-I-T-S-D-A-L-T-O-N. Uh, Facebook, you can find me at Dope Boy Daltano, my page. I got a like page. And uh, we got also an ATS for my IWA, uh, IWA stable. I'm in against the system. We got a page for that. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Basically, Instagram, Snapchat, or not Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I don't really have a fan Snapchat. I got you, man. No, no uh, TikTok yet. Uh, I don't have TikTok now. I feel like that would be on brand with your uh, persona for sure. Still popular? Is it still like? It, I don't have it, but yeah. I, I think it's I, like I don't have big... one either. But yeah, it, it's a big thing. I'm I'm not really a fan. No offense to TikTok, but you know, yeah, just <laughs> But it could be it could be good for the uh, persona, man. Who who knows? Yeah. But. Dude, uh, thank you so much. Like I said, we see you putting in the work. We appreciate your time, man, and continued success moving forward, bro. Good luck. Thank you for having me, guys. It was awesome talking to you tonight. All right, guys. We're out. Everyone stay safe. Peace.